You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. A big shout-out to anybody listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, and to everybody watching live with our newest viewers on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube stream. So many ways to get in touch with me if you want this hour. You can holler at us at 844-843-6879. You can comment on the YouTube stream, leave a couple of questions if you want. We'll get to them during the show. And we have Twitter polls up like every day, okay? At Spittin' Speeds, at FNTSY Radio. Today, we are talking, we've talked about the wide receivers. Earlier this week, we are moving on to another position. No, it is not reverse cowgirl. The position we're talking about today is tight end. We're going to talk about our tight end diamonds in the rough. I got a couple of options on the poll. Do you like Eric E? Do you like Hunter Henry? Do you like Austin Hooper? Do you like someone else? Let us know. We're getting a great response on Twitter right here, right now already. A lot of people talking about diamonds in the rough for tight ends. I'm going to give you a couple of guys that I think you can target and why you can wait. I got some people that are not even being drafted at all in 12-team leagues that I think could return some value. Before we get into my tight ends, when we come back on our first segment, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about what is next for a couple of players in the NFL, or I guess a player who's not actually in the NFL right now. What is next for Zeke Elliott and why, if you are the Cowboys or if you are a fantasy football owner of Zeke Elliott, why you probably actually want him to drop this appeal and serve the suspension. We'll get into that in a little while. And also, Listen, might Colin Kaepernick find his way onto an NFL roster? There is one MVP who thinks that he should, and I'm going to talk about a couple places where he might still end up this NFL season. Also, I mentioned to you before, J.J. Watt is doing big things. We tipped our cap to him yesterday's show. The fundraising continues later on in this episode of Fantasy Freestyle. We're going to get another update from J.J. Watt about the fundraising he is doing to help the victims of Hurricane Harvey. Okay, We got other news and notes to get into. Like I said, we're also going to talk about some other championships that have been crowned over the last week. And listen, I know fantasy football drafts are coming up and coming fast and furious. I know I've been in a couple already. There's a couple going on right here, right now at Studio 34 at Rock and Riley's in Midtown Manhattan. All right, so I got a couple ideas also. If you want to kind of like spice up your fantasy league, if you think it's getting a little stale, try these ideas on for size. I'll tell you about those a little bit later on as we put the fun in functional sports radio dropping stats over beats. It's the fantasy freestyle. I'm your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. I got the bounty killer Chris Bavona with me on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. When we come back, we're going to talk Zeke, we're going to talk Cap, and then tight end diamonds in the rough on the Fantasy Freestyle. Come on back. 
quarterback to receiver hookups, running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at RotoExperts.com and for free radio at checkout for your special discount. I'm not a play, I just crush a lot. Shout out to Big Pun. As a Puerto Rican from the Bronx, I gotta love all the Puerto Ricans from the Bronx. Big Pun, one of the greatest rappers of all time. Chris Bavona, bringing you back. We drop stats over beats right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. My boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. Like I mentioned, the phone lines are open at 844-843-6879. And Chris, let's get right to some of the callers we got. It sounds like we've got Blake in Dallas. He's got a question about T.Y. Hilton, Blake, how you doing? You're on the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. What's up? Hey, um, so I drafted T.Y. Hilton in the second round. And, okay. Um, I'm just wondering, should I trade him? Like, what, what does value do with Andrew Luck and his Yeah, um, I don't know if you heard yesterday's show. Uh, T.Y. Hilton actually was one of my wide receiver fugazis, someone to forget about. And there's a lot of reasons why. You talked about the uh, implications and the ripple effects of the Andrew Luck injury, right? And I think that is absolutely huge, okay? I think that is a big fear for any T.Y. Hilton owner. But here's the thing. Honestly, Blake, there's two other reasons that I expect regression from T.Y. Hilton, and thanks for the call. The first is that last season, T.Y. Hilton led the NFL in receiving yards with 1,448 yards. It is natural to expect a little bit of regression from that, right? And here's the other thing. Dante Moncrief was only in nine games for the Colts last year, okay? He, at this point, is expected to be okay and healthy and being on the opposite side of T.Y. Hilton. That is going to take some targets away, just by definition, okay? You're going to have some of the opportunities going to the other side of the field. I think that is a under undercalculated reason why I am also a little bit fading T.Y. Hilton. Listen, at some point, though, if he's still sitting there in like the third round of your draft or wherever you were in the second, I understand taking him, but he is someone who I would be frustrated with, I think, all season long. If you can move him, if you can find someone who's still as high on the Colts and Andrew Luck, go right ahead. But what you may need to do is package him with someone else to go up and get like a truly elite wide receiver receiver a Jordy Nelson or uh you know a uh Odell Beckham and see if anyone bites on an offer like that but yes personally I am down on T.Y. Hilton not only because of Andrew Luck but because of the natural regression in his receiving yards and the fact that Dante Moncrief will be back he was only there for half the season last year but thank you for the call right here as we keep it moving on the Fantasy Freestyle, we got a couple of news and notes I want to pass along. Okay, first off, the Cowboys-Texans game, that is this week, their fourth preseason game, has been canceled. Okay, that game was originally going to be in Houston. At first, they decided to move it to Dallas in Jerry's World to play the game. Instead, they are now canceling it so that the Texans can be with their families due to Hurricane Harvey, and I completely support that decision. People are not, you know, your real starters are not playing in that fourth game anyway. It 
could mean some different things, though, for roster cutdowns of those teams. Another thing that I think is important, even for fantasy right now, and I don't talk defense in fantasy all that much, but the Browns today released former Pro Bowl cornerback Joe Hayden, but he wasn't out of a job for long. The Pittsburgh Steelers, later on that today, signed Joe Hayden to a three-year deal. I think this is a very interesting move for the Pittsburgh Steelers. If the Pittsburgh Steelers can boost up that defense, they have one of the most dynamic offenses in all of football. I think that this Julian Edelman injury over there in New England could knock the Pats down just a touch. Is that enough for the Pittsburgh Steelers to contend in the AFC? I kind of think it is. When we talk a little bit later on next week when I give you my division winners and my Super Bowl and conference champion predictions and MVPs, you may hear the name of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Also important to know, a couple of wide receivers are back in Tennessee. Okay, um... Eric Decker and Corey Davis, they were both back practicing today. I think it's very important for both of them because, remember, they are both new to this team. They need to build a rapport and a chemistry with Marcus Mariota, so I do think that's important. Keep an eye on who's healthy in Tennessee. The last thing I'm going to mention here. Ezekiel Elliott's suspension, the hearing, is going to continue on. It is going to drag on. It says they're going to definitely go this week. And both sides, it looks like they're digging in. It looks like this could be something that takes a long time, something that goes to the courts and that sort of thing. And to be honest, you know, let's get the whole subject matter aside from a pure fantasy football standpoint, okay? We're not talking about... Um, the right and wrong of the domestic violence case and all that. I, I, this is not the time or place for that, okay? I'm talking purely fantasy football. If I'm a Cowboys fan or if I'm an Zeke Elliott owner, I want him to drop the appeal and just serve the damn six games. And here's why. The problem is if he doesn't and he's appealing and, and, and all this is continuing on and lingering like a cloud, you never know when the decision is going to come. I would rather have the known quantity of knowing that Zeke Elliott is going to miss weeks one through six than the potential that a decision comes down, oh, I don't know, in week 12 or 13 and he misses three or four games. That would be a problem. You don't want that cloud hanging over you as a fantasy football owner going into the fantasy football playoffs. I want to know when he's missing, and that's about it. For example, Le'Veon Bell last year, we knew he was going to miss X amount of games, right? And I was okay with that. I was like, all right, he'll still be there for me weeks 14, 15, and 16. What did he do in week 14 when you were in the first round of your fantasy playoffs? He put up like 50 points against the Buffalo Bills in week 14 last year. That's what's going to happen. The same thing can almost be said for Andrew Luck. I know the caller before we were talking about T.Y. Hilton, but... By the fantasy playoffs, you got to figure that Andrew Luck will be on the Colts and in rhythm. So that's why it is a decent kind of like home run play to think about drafting Andrew Luck a little bit later on, right? But with Zeke, you can't have the cloud hanging over. I'm telling you right now, if you are a fantasy football owner of Ezekiel Elliott, him appealing this and prolonging the process is your enemy. If that is what happens, I might cut bait and run away from Ezekiel Elliott because what happens if you're all ready to have him and then boom, 
It gets it comes down week 11, week 12, week 13. That's the kind of risk I don't like. I'm okay with taking on the risk of Ezekiel Elliott if I know I'm going to have him as a belt cow back after week 7. That's okay with me. This other way, when it's a cloud hanging over and we don't know when it's going to happen, that is something I do not like. So if you're a Zeke Elliott owner, you need to hope that he just you know, takes his medicine and serves the suspension. Unfortunately, it looks like this is going to drag out for a while and the cloud will hover over Zeke Elliott for a while. I also told you I wanted to talk real quickly about Colin Kaepernick. Well, again, we're not going to go into the... Um, the protest and the stance on whether you agree or disagree. If you listen to the fantasy freestyle, you know my position on that. But check out what Aaron Rodgers has to say. Aaron Rodgers says that he belongs on an NFL roster. Aaron Rodgers says that the protests are the reason he's not and that it would be quote-unquote ignorant to think otherwise. He says that he personally, Aaron Rodgers that is, is not going to, you know, He's going to stand for the anthem, but he thinks that these demonstrations are, quote, peaceful and respectful. Check out what he says. I'm going to stand because that's the way I feel about the flag, but I'm also 100% supportive of my teammates or any fellow players who are choosing not to. They have a battle for racial equality. That's what they're trying to get a conversation around. Okay, I don't understand what it's like to be in that situation, he says, what it's like to be pulled over or profiled or any number of the things that are happening. Listen, Michael Bennett came out and said that it's going to be different when white players start to demonstrate as well. We've seen Chris Long and others with hands. We've seen the uh, tight end on the Browns, Seth Duvalde, um, also in a prayer circle. This is now a different level. This is the face of the league, pretty much. Aaron Rodgers, one of the golden boys, coming out and saying this. Keep an eye on this. However, when it comes down to brass tacks and football, there's some spots that I think Colin Kaepernick could still wind up. We don't know about Joe Flacco and his back, and Ryan Mallett is not the answer. We don't know about Blake Bortles' service in Jacksonville, and the owner, Khan, has come out and said he would accept an open Colin Kaepernick. We shall see. And then also, what if Scott Tolzien can't do the job in week one? What if this Andrew Luck news keeps on getting pushed back? We shall see. I'm going to tell you something. Um, I'm in a long-term dynasty league, and Colin Kaepernick would cost like a 16th or 17th round draft pick for the owner who has him. He kept him, even though he's not on a roster, okay? This is like a two-quarterback, super flex kind of league. Watch it. I still think Cap could wind up on a roster. One thing I also want to tell you about real quick, what you need to do is you need to go to fantasyfactor.com, okay? www.fantasyfactor.com. I told you about knockout pools, how you fade the public. They are doing a free knockout pool. Someone is going to win $1,000, and it is a zero entry fee. All you got to do is go to www.fantasyfactor.com, and you can get in free to a knockout pool. You can win $1,000. You don't have to spend anything. That's the kind of return on investment that I personally like. You could just tell them Speed's the Spitting Statistician sent you. All right, when we come back here, if there's any calls, any tweets, we're going to take those we're gonna go into the tight end position i'm gonna give you some diamonds in the rough some guys that are outside the top 10 tight ends who i think are gonna return value and help you out fantasy freestyle coming right back hunter henry sterling shepherd michael thomas these three nfl sophomores are not due to slump they're due to break out just like the fantasy sports radio network in year two things are only getting better make sure to listen live and download the app 
FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know what it is, De La Soul coming back as we drop stats over beast on the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks to everybody listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, and watching live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube stream. We got a couple of people that have used the call-in number, 844-843-6879. Hey, Chris, it sounds like we got some uh, callers on the line. It sounds like our first person is Josh in New Jersey, correct? Let's put Josh on the Fantasy Freestyle. Hey, so I actually called a couple of days ago about trading, um, maybe trading Jordan Howard for some better receivers. Okay. Um, just to remind you, my receivers are um, Tyreek Hill, Jameson Crowder, and Brandon Marshall, and mm-hmm. then my other running back is Devontae Freeman. Okay. So do you think it would maybe be fair if I were to trade Jordan Howard and maybe Brandon Marshall for someone like um, Martavis Bryant and Kareem Hunt or Stephon Diggs and Kareem Hunt? Interesting, interesting. The Kareem Hunt play is 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 pretty a, a big part of that deal, right? There are a lot of people that even think Kareem Hunt can be better than Jordan Howard. So I don't know if you know what kind of uh, balance is there, you know. But yes, is the answer to your question. I think that's possible. I think getting Kareem Hunt could be an option, um, especially because. I expect a little bit of regression for Jordan Howard as well, right? Is it fair to really expect that Jordan Howard is going to be second in the league in rushing again? Is he going to really run for 1,300 yards again? I'm not sure that that's going to happen. So I would be okay with something like that. Um, what were the wide receivers exactly? I don't know about Martavis Bryant, though, okay? Listen, I love Martavis Bryant. Martavis Bryant is a dangerous right. weapon. But I feel like he might be a better real-life NFL player. I say this sometimes a better real life NFL player than fantasy player okay when mm-hmm. um, the Steelers have only had Martavis Bryant and Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell on the field 11 times together ever Okay, with Ben Roethlisberger as quarterback. So when you think about it yes that's slated to happen and while that is so dynamic Martavis Bryant is, in truth, the third option there. He's not the second option. He's the third option. you got to consider Le'Veon Bell out of the backfield. So I'm a little bit, you know, I think a lot of people are thinking about the potential of Martavis Bryant. I think he does more for the real-life Pittsburgh offense than he does necessarily for fantasy owners. But thanks for the call. Hey, Chris, it sounds like we got a couple of other calls that are lining up. Um, Who's up next, Chris? Who do we have up next? Okay, Jack in Queens, what do we got? Jack, you're on the Fantasy Freestyle. Uh, hey, what's up? Um, so I'm position six in a 10-player uh, standards format league. Okay. I was wondering, so if I get a Shady in the first round, let's say. Sure. If he goes six, mm-hmm. where do I go from there? Sure, do and I this is a 10-team league, you're saying? Back? 
All right, if this is a 10-team league, okay, and if you get, let's say you get Shady, okay, and he's going to be your locked and loaded kind of RB1. After that, I'm looking wide receiver, okay? So at that point in the draft, we're talking about at a 10-team league, your pick six. We're talking about like 15 overall, right? So I think at that point, your reach, you got to be real happy if you could get a guy like Jordy Nelson, right? I think that would be the dream scenario for you. Outside of that, the other wide receivers that are there, I think you could be happy with a guy like Michael Thomas on the way back, maybe even a Des Bryant on the way back, okay? Those are the kind of wide receivers you're going to be staring at. I think the dream scenario is Jordy Nelson or Michael Thomas. Those would be the guys I would target in your situation. All right there, uh, Chris, we sounds like we got other callers in here. We got um, Justin in Brooklyn. Can we get to Justin in Brooklyn? It sounds like he's on the turn of his drafts. Hey, what's, up, man? what's going on, man? What's your question? You're on Fantasy Freestyle. Hey. I'm going number 12 in my standard fantasy league, and I don't know how I should go about it. Should I go double receiver, double running back, or one or the other? Yeah, sure. Okay, here's what I say. Okay, the way I've been, the way I've been playing it and telling people on fantasy freestyle, right, is those true elite stud workhorse backs, you know, the, uh, the Le'Veon Bells, the David Johnsons of the world, the Shady McCoys, like the last caller, maybe a guy like a Freeman, maybe a guy like a Gordon, right? Those guys are going to be gone by the time you're picking, right? So given that, if I were you, man, I would go wide out, wide out, and be happy with the guys that are uh, left for me when I'm picking back in the at the uh, tail end of the third round. I think wide receiver is an important position. You can get at that point in the draft at like 12 and 13 back to back. I think you can get get two studs at wide receiver and have a weekly advantage no matter who you're playing um, at your wide receiver position. You heard the previous caller maybe and he was in a 10 team league with like you know what was the you know figure like the 14th pick overall right you are in a similar situation picking 12 and 13 overall I think your dream scenario has to be if a guy like AJ Green or Jordy Nelson falls to you but I would have no problem going wide out wide out at the turn and getting two of these guys whether it's AJ Green Jordy Nelson Michael Thomas those kind of guys that I talked to you about if not you know I think Michael Thomas will be there uh, at pick 13 he's going right now at 7 17 overall, you know, so I think that's viable. I would be real happy with two of those guys. Again, if I get two of AJ Green, Jordy Nelson, or even Michael Thomas, I'd be real happy with that. And thanks for the call on the Fantasy Freestyle. Hey, uh, Chris, we got one more guy. We got Brandon in Queens, I think, right? He's got a question about some team's running back room. Brandon, if you're still there, you're on the Fantasy Freestyle Live. What's up? Yeah, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, so basically I'm in a 10-man 10, 10 standard league. I drafted a little early. Okay. I took the gamble. I mean, um, I doubled up on receiver, Green and Nelson. Oh, there we go. Just like we said I on the other call, you got lucky. Little... Yeah, yeah it was funny that you said that. But um, I ended up doubling up on on running back later on, and I picked up Blunt and Peterson. But I was wondering your thoughts on, on those teams' backfields, the Eagles and the uh, Saints. Saints. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And and here's yep. the thing, man. And thanks for the call, okay? Both of those teams are teams like the extreme of this situation is the New England Patriots, right? Where you never know week to week who it is yeah. that's gonna pop off, right? You don't know it's gonna be Gillisley, is it gonna be, you know, uh James White, Dion Lewis, you never know. Unfortunately for you, man, I think the Eagles and the Saints are both 
backfields that are kind of similar. Okay, in Philadelphia, you know LeGarrette Blunt is going to play the between the tackles, the goal line kind of back. LeGarrette Blunt had 18 touchdowns last year. I don't necessarily think he's in position to be able to repeat that. Again, moving to a new team, it's just different. I don't think he's going to do that. And to be honest, we've heard, you said you drafted early. You probably know in the last week or two, we've heard a lot of reports that um, LeGarrette Blunt is not in good favor with the team. He maybe looks a little heavy. There's been a lot of buzz about Wendell Smallwood. What I would do is I would see if you can get a Wendell Smallwood off the waiver wire, um, if Darren Spoles, and cover it up a little bit so that if the Eagles fade and go somewhere else in that, you are still covered. Or the Garrett Blunt has name value, right? In your league, someone might look and be like, oh, my God, LeGarrette Blunt had 18 touchdowns last year, right? Um, and you may be able to flip him. Similarly, in New Orleans, I, you know, Adrian, it's going to be very hard to get a read on this New Orleans backfield. You have Mark Ingram, who Sean Payton apparently hates for fantasy purposes. But you also have, in my opinion, a guy to really watch in New Orleans is Alvin Kamara. Kamara, the rookie out of Tennessee, he has flashed. He has shown some burst. I would not be surprised if by the second half of the season, Alvin Kamara's opportunity is going up. And Adrian Peterson's is going down as the sacrificial lamb to some of that. Listen, we don't know. Adrian Peterson in his career has never been a back that's operated out of the shotgun much. Drew Brees and the Saints operate out of the shotgun pretty much all the time. I think there's a lot of uncertainty there. Both of your backs, LeGarrette Blunt and Adrian Peterson have name value, so you may be able to flip them. I would keep an eye on this, but I heard it in the tone of your voice with the question, man. Um, you know, those running back rooms could be full on committees, so you may need to look elsewhere. All right, uh, my man, the bounty hunter, Chris Bavona. Do we got more? We got more. We got more calls. Oh, no, they all dropped. They didn't want to wait for Speeds the Spitting Statistician. That is all right, but it doesn't matter. We're going to keep it moving. What I told you we're going to do is we're going to talk about some tight end diamonds in the rough. So we're going to get into that right now. And remember... If you're in a 10-team league, if you're in a 12-team league, similar to the quarterback, right? I told you, look at quarterback 12 and 13, whether it's Stafford or Ben. Look at these guys that I'm about to give you that are right down there. So even after everybody has picked a tight end, these are guys that are still available. The first guy I'm going to give you is Eric Ebron on the Detroit Lions, okay? One of the things I believe about tight ends philosophically is that tight end is the hardest position for young players, for rookies to learn. They have to learn the entire blocking scheme and they have to learn all the route combinations. And that is tough moving to an NFL offense. Eric Ebron, however, is entering year four, and he has had an increase in targets and receptions and yards every single year. He's in that Detroit offense where my man Jim Bob Cooter will continue to throw the ball with the new $135 million man, Matthew Stafford. And here's the other thing. That team lost Anquan Bolden. Anquan Bolden is known throughout the league as like that third down receiver, that red zone receiver, that tough guy that'll get you it when you really need. I expect tight end Eric Ebron to take some of that opportunity, and that's part of the reason I think Eric Ebron, he's going as tight end 13 right now, 123rd overall. That's like the 11th round, the 12th round in 10 or uh, 12 team leagues. I think there's good value there. I think Eric Ebron going as tight end 13, he'll be in the top 10 of tight ends before the season is done. When we come back on the Fantasy Freestyle, I got like a few other tight ends 
to go after that I think are diamonds in the rough. We have also a poll question up. You guys have a lot of ideas as well. We'll check the poll. I got a couple more tight end diamonds in the rough, and we'll talk about a lot of other stuff right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. J.J. Watt continuing to raise money. We'll tip our cap to him yet again. It speeds the spitting statistician right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and on the live YouTube stream on the Fantasy Sports Network. Come on right back. We got tight end diamonds in the rough. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses. No strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle. We're dropping stats over beats right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm your host, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. And uh, Chris, it looks like the phone lines have lit back up. And if you want to holler, you still can. We're going to take a couple more callers if we need to at 844-843-6879. It sounds like we got Juice in Michigan on the line, huh, Chris? If he's on, let's put him on the Fantasy Freestyle, dropping stats over beats. What's up, Juice? Hey, what's good with it? Big fan, man. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. What's your question? It sounds like you lucked out. You're picking number one overall, huh? Yes, sir. I'm I'm going with David Johnson. You know, I, it was a tough decision, but I I went with David Johnson, number one. Now, on the uh, come around, I'm going Brandon Cooks, and I'm going um, either Todd Gurley or... Brandon Cooks, Todd Gurley, or Mark Cooper. All right, so let me tell you what's going on here, okay? First of all, listen, with the number one overall pick, you go David Johnson. I also understand the Le'Veon Bell argument if you want to go there, okay? I think either one of them are viable as the first overall pick. Here's what I'm going to tell you, though, man. On the uh, on the turn, though, when you come back and you pick him the last pick of the second round, the first pick of the third round, what I would actually do is I would not worry about Gurley there. I would go wide out, wide out. You are able to get your RB2 later on in the draft in this situation. You have a true stud in David Johnson, okay? If you only get one ride receiver in rounds two and three, by the next time it comes around and it's uh, you know rounds four and five, you're going to be not excited about the wide receivers that are there and one of them is going to have to be your wide receiver too. If I were you, okay, at the turn, we're talking picks 24 and 25 if you're in a 12-team league, I think you go wide out, wide out. In that situation, you mentioned Amari Cooper, you mentioned Brandon Cooks. Both of those guys are viable let me tell you who else is available potentially there right now going 26th overall is Doug Baldwin I think Doug Baldwin would be a great option and he could be a wide receiver one for you then um, another guy that I kind of like who I think will be there for you if you want to take him in the third round and would be a great stud as a wide receiver too if you listen to the fantasy freestyle he was one of my wide receiver diamonds in the rough I'm talking about DeAndre Hopkins I think he's going to have a big boost this year I think he's going to be back to the form 
he was without Brock Osweiler as his quarterback. So whether it's, you know, whether it's Cooks, whether it's Baldwin, whether it's Cooper, whether it's Hopkins, whoever is there, those are guys to pick from. But in my opinion, if you got David Johnson or Le'Veon Bell locked and loaded as your RB1, you're good there. I would go wide out, wide out. Thanks for the call. All right. What I want to do. Oh, we got another call, Chris. We got Larry in New York. He's got a question about RBs. We could put him on as well. What's your question? Running backs. We're focused in New York over here. What's your question? You're on the Fantasy Freestyle. Hey, Dan. What's going on, man? What's going on, Larry? How you doing, man? Hey, doing good, bro. Um, just quick, uh, two questions for you, man. Sure. Um, I guess one question is, uh, uh, how do you feel about Jaquiz Rogers? I know he started in the first three games with Doug Martin being right. out. And also, yeah, and also, um, how do you feel about Marshawn Lynch this year? Okay. Um, First of all, and thanks for the call. Thanks for the call, Larry. Uh, There are two things. You mentioned Marshawn Lynch and my man Pop Quiz, Jaquiz Rogers, okay? First of all, with any of these questions, right, it's relative to expectations. There's a certain point in the draft where anybody is a value pretty much, right? So Marshawn Lynch, listen, I do think Marshawn Lynch can be a high-end RB2. I do not think Marshawn Lynch is an RB1 this year, okay? Listen, I don't know how many carries Marshawn Lynch is actually going to get. The Raiders are a team they like to go by committee. Remember last year when they had Latavius Murray? They also had Washington. They also had... Richard. Now, uh, Marshawn Lynch is going to be the goal line back. He's going to be the down and dirty back. But how much are the Raiders really in that offense? They're in their kind of quick passing game a lot. I think Marshawn Lynch will obviously be a strong player. He'll be an RB2. But um, I don't know where that is relative to your expectations. I do want to talk for a second about my man, Pop Quiz Jaquiz Rogers. I think Jaquiz Rogers may not relinquish the starting job in Tampa Bay. Okay, you you mentioned it. Doug Martin is going to be out for three weeks. There have been conflicting reports on Doug Martin. Some people have said that he looks great in camp. The muscle hamster is back. Other people have said, listen, Jacquez Rogers might keep that job even after week, you know, af- even after week three when he comes back. Jacquez Rogers is going right now 132nd overall. He's going as RB 41. You have the potential to get an RB, a starting running back. Listen, there were times last year, Jacquez had like a three-game run in there. Uh, They gave him the ball like 35 times one game. They have no fear of giving Jacquez Rogers the ball. Jacquez Rogers is a guy who has done well with the opportunities. I love Jacquez Rogers, and there's a chance there that he does not relinquish the starting job. I think that's a good idea. I would love to get me a little bit of shares of Jacquez Rogers. All right, let's keep it moving. I gave you some tight ends. I gave you Eric Ebron. As a tight end, diamond in the rough. I got more that I want to give you. I got a couple more. The next one, going as tight end 11 right now, is Hunter Henry for the Los Angeles Chargers. Not the San Diego Superchargers, the Los Angeles Chargers. I think Hunter Henry is going to be the tight end for the Chargers. Listen, I know about Antonio Gates, okay? But Antonio Gates right now is more like a ceremonial figurehead, okay? He is going to get a touchdown in like week one and pass Tony Gonzalez. I think ultimately, though, it's going to be Hunter Henry. And Hunter Henry is going to be the tight end on the field when the Chargers are moving 20-20. to I think uh, Phillip Rivers built some chemistry with Hunter Henry. I think, listen, also Keenan Allen. 
injury risk. Mike Williams already got the back. You know, there's no Danny Woodhead anymore. He got a lot of targets for the Chargers over the last couple of years. Hunter Henry is a strong bet, in my opinion, to improve on his 36 catches, 478 yards, and eight touchdowns. I think he's going to be a red zone option, even with Antonio Gates. I like Hunter Henry. Hey, Chris, Hunter Henry's one of my tight end diamonds in the rough. Forever, ever, forever, ever. That's the diamonds in the rough. Chris Pavona taking good care of your ones and twos. Giving it so hot that we sweat steam. All right. The next tight end I want to give you is in the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm talking about Zach Ertz. I think Zach Ertz is primed for a huge jump this year. Zach Ertz is a guy that uh, in years past has gotten the lion's share of his production in like the last month of the season, right? Zach Ertz is healthy, and here's the thing. Okay, Alshon Jeffrey, injury risk. Torrey Smith, you know, taking the top off the defense, but work in the middle of the field, which is still the best friend of a young quarterback. Carson Wentz is building chemistry with him. I think he is going to be one of the leading pass catchers for the Philadelphia Eagles. I like the chemistry he has, and Alshon is on the outside, okay? The loss of Jordan Matthews. Jordan Matthews was that slot guy, that over-the-middle guy. I think Zach Ertz is going to be the main beneficiary of that trade. I I like Zach Ertz as a diamond in the rough. And if you've been listening to the fantasy freestyle, you know what else I like? I told you, I like the Philadelphia Eagles. I like the Eagles big time in that NFC East. I told you, I think their defense is strong and they got Ronald Darby to add. I think their offensive line is strong with Lane Johnson staying at right tackle, not being suspended. They built weapons around Darren Sproles. They got that running back room that have a lot of options. I went over to mybookie.a and I put a bet on the over eight win total on the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'm telling you, I think you need to as well. Go right on over to mybookie.ag, okay? They are the best in the business. Let me tell you something. They pay you out very quick. Their reputation is rock solid. And they got great contest and great referral bonuses. For example, if you go in there right now and you enter the promo code FREESTYLE, they're going to give you a match bonus right now. You can say it's on me, all right? MyBookie.ag. I love it. I use it myself. I put some money on Floyd over at MyBookie.ag. I got a couple more tight ends I want to get to you guys, okay? The next tight end, going as tight end 17. Tight end 17. Austin Hooper on the Atlanta Falcons. This is a kid that flashed a few times early in the season, was working out in the offseason with Matt Ryan. They're building that chemistry. Do you really expect another career year for Taylor Gabriel or a breakout from Muhammad Sanu? I don't. And here's the other thing. Julio Jones... He's an injury risk. What happens if there's no Julio? I think Austin Hooper could be a great late game, uh, late in your draft play. Um, I like him better than guys like Jack Doyle. I like him better than guys like Charles Clay. I like him better than CJ Fedorowicz. Okay, we got a couple of options right there at tight end. Those are some. Listen. We've got so many options at tight end. I'm going to have to wait and give you a couple of other deep sleepers. Okay, and I'm going to do that tomorrow. I got two more tight ends tomorrow that I'm going to give you. One of them won't even see the field until week three, but I believe he could be the leading pass catcher for his team. The other guy... 
just had a trade happen that made him now the number one tight end on the depth chart on his team, and I gave you this as a deep, deep sleeper. This is a guy going number 360 overall, not even being drafted in some leagues, and I think he's going to wind up being a top 12, top 15 kind of tight end. We got a poll question up right now, and it's who do you think will be the tight end diamond in the rough? I had Hunter Henry, Eric Ebron, and Austin Hooper, like I said, as options. Right now, 36% of you say Austin Hooper, 31% say Hunter Henry, 23% say Eric Ebron, and we have some other ideas as well. Derek Brown says Zach Ertz. I agree with him. KJ Hanna says Zach Ertz. I agree with you. Michael Baxter says Ertz. I agree with you. If you listen to Speeds the Spetton Statistician, I just told you that. Another, the fantasy judge says Hunter Henry will finish as a top four tight end. I told you about that. He also mentions Julius Thomas. Julius Thomas going back to Adam Gaze where he did his best work back in Denver. That is interesting. I'm hearing other names. I'll tell you who they are when we come back on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And we're also going to check in with J.J. Watt, who has now raised an insane amount of money for victims of Hurricane Harvey. We'll talk about that when we come back. Get on board to the fastest-growing fantasy sports radio network in the business. Featuring the FSTA award-winning on-target fantasy, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the rookie of the year in the industry, and it's only growing. Fantasy Sports Radio Network at FNTSY.com slash radio. The mystery of chess boxing and Wu-Tang Clan right here with Chris Pavona bringing us back, dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle, and I'm your boy, Dane Martinez. Speeds the spitting statistician right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Like I said, we were talking about the tight ends today. I asked you guys, who is your tight end diamond in the rough? 36% of you saying Austin Hooper. I like him a lot. 30% say Hunter Henry. 23% say Eric Ebron. I think all three of them will outperform their current age. ADPs. I got a couple of other deep sleepers that I'm going to give you on tomorrow's episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. But you guys out there, thank you. First of all, it must be football season because we've got almost you know hundreds of people. We're up to almost 400 votes just in the last hour. Thanks to everybody who's out there on Twitter, on YouTube, listening, downloading. Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app and you can get it all live or on demand for free. Some of you guys on Twitter are um, Matt at SSG Matt on Twitter says, Cameron Brait. Now that is interesting because remember they got OJ Howard so will they be able to sustain two tight ends there? Fantasy Field Report is saying Jason Witten I don't know, man. Jason Witten looks like he's a little bit old, getting long in the tooth to me. We'll see. Tony McCona says Evan Ingram, the rookie uh, out of the for the New York Giants, might he be an option for uh, for uh, excuse me for Eli Manning? But listen, Brandon Marshall, Sterling Shepard, Odell Beckham, a lot of mouth to feed there. Hey, ya on Twitter says Fleener. What about Fleener? His second year with the New Orleans Saints and Drew Brees. Someone's gonna catch uh, five thousand yards worth of stuff, right? And then we got uh, a couple of more. A couple more. One guy, I'll tell you what, Binky at Binky the Doormat 
on Twitter says the person that's one of my deep sleepers. You can check it out on Twitter, and I'll tell you exactly who I agree with him on on tomorrow's show. But thanks to everybody for that. Um, what I also wanted to do, as you know, J.J. Watt continues to raise money on youcare.com slash J.J. Watt. I told you the other day, $1 million. His goal was $2 million. Check out his latest video update, what the total stands out now. All right. Chris is uh, getting it. We got it. It's an impressive total. While we're waiting for that, I got a. Oh, we got it right now. All right. What's JJ Watt at? I uh, apologize for all the updates. I know you're probably sick of them. But uh, we just passed $4 million. 48 hours ago, we set out to raise 200 grand. And now we're over $4 million. So I've raised the goal to $5 million. Um, I have no clue how big this thing can get, how much money we can raise. Um, but I can promise that I'm going to do every single thing that I can to make sure that this money goes directly back to the people and that we help rebuild Houston and that we help rebuild the areas around it and that we make sure that these people get back on their feet. That's our city. That's our community. And I just want to make sure that we get everybody uh, back on their feet. So as much money as we can possibly raise, I can't say thank you enough. $5, $500, 5 cents, whatever you can donate. However, you can spread the word. Youcaring.com slash JJ Watt. Thank you. I wish I could personally thank every single person that's donated. You're making a huge, huge difference. Uh, please share the video. Please retweet it. Whatever you can do, uh, your help is going to go a long way. So thank you. Houston, stay strong. We're all behind you. Once again, over here at the Fantasy Freestyle, we tip our cap to J.J. Watt. He uh, really organizing. I have actually received word that it is now over $5 million already, and he's looking to set another goal of $10 million. And I'm telling you, at this rate, I don't think he's I, I think he's going to get it before Labor Day. So big shout-out to J.J. Watt. Also, what I want to tell you is, uh, you know, we've been uh, talking about our fish lately. I got, a, I got a response saying that, you know, we got some rubber duckies in here as well. We absolutely do have some rubber duckies joining my man Ted Finn Jr., Jameis Finston. If you have other ideas for names, please send them in at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. Someone told me that it was actually healthy for them to have it in here. If for some reason I'm wrong, let me know. Tomorrow, more tight end deep sleepers. I'm going to have a guest on talk. Also, talking about what's going on on the West Coast, a little East Coast, West Coast bias. We'll see what's going on out on the West Coast and who to target out there. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds, the Spittin' Statistician, Fantasy Freestyle, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. See you tomorrow. Peace.